0: You ready, Chris? You ready, Ben? Let's get it. Man, let's get it, man. Welcome to the Follow Then Lead podcast. And we're here with our special guest Stephanie Muñoz. Hello. How you doing? <laughs>
1: I'm fabulous.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Mhm. You look good? Thank you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> look good, feel good, play
0: good, right? Yes. Deion Sanders um <laughs> model. So, who are you? Like um, you know, where what do you do? You can tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: So, I am a single mom. I am an entrepreneur, designer, and stylist, um, and honestly, just hustler at heart, you know? Um, I'm currently working on building my brand. I think that I have finally found, like, my niche. Um, I think that I have definitely found my business avenue. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I want yeah, a whole yeah. lot of stuff. So
0: you're doing a lot of things.
1: I'm doing a lot of things. I mean, I I think, I, like I was telling you earlier, I am taking my real estate classes. Um, and the reason for that is I played Monopoly last year for my first time ever. Ever? Now, I'm about to be 33. I know how to look it. <laughs> but, um, yes, the first time ever I've seen my male cousins play it, right? And I was like, oh, this is so boring. Like, they were so intense about it. I played it. I got played. It's real life. They bought
0: my (laughs)
1: blocks. I was like, hold up. What is this? And then it hit me. I'm like, oh.
0: It's a game of life.
1: Yo, this is how they're doing it. So I was like, okay, that's it. It's a wrap. I've decided what I'm going to do. I'm also going to take my real estate courses. I'm going to pass this exam. I'm going to become a real estate agent. I'm going to make some money. But also, I'm going to start monopolizing. I'm going to start buying property. I'm going to start buying blocks, too. Um, I want to get into commercial property. Um, basically, at the end of the day, like, I want to feel like I was able to do everything and anything. I think a lot of times in society we get we made we are made to to feel that we can only do one thing mm-hmm. and we got to do that one thing really good. In reality, you know, I'm a jack of all trades. I'm good at a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Why would I stop at one?
0: Right.
1: Nobody's going to stop me.
0: And That's a good way to be. <laughs> Especially like as a mom, you can you're molding her to think outside 1,000%. the box. Thousand percent. And the way school tries to train you to be mm-hmm. like a slave almost. Like pretty much. Listen to what I say, do this, do that, so then you can go work for somebody. This is your, your routine. Life, right? You
1: walk in at seven forty five, you get out at this time. Yeah. You know what I mean? My daughter comes with me to almost every business venture that I have going on. Um and I tell her, ask questions when you're curious. You know, you can look around places. So, for one, um, I'm currently working on my women's line. And it's a 70s luxury brand. I'm super excited to launch it. It's going to be happening sometime in the fall. But in between there, I'm also doing um, sort of like a sexy, comfortable home loungewear for women. Okay. Like, I want women who are married, in relationships, single, moms, like... You can be home and you can be comfortable, but you can still be sexy. I
0: mean, every man in the world will say exactly that's what right? I want. Um, <laughs> I don't want you to get too comfortable, right?
1: <laughs> and I'm one. I love to steal my boyfriend's shirts, so yeah. I I designed this like boyfriend shirt. The fabric is incredible. It clings on the body. I think that I think the men will be super grateful for that and appreciative of it, and yeah. the girls will just definitely love the the comfort um, and just the feel for it there's a, there's a sense of like sensuality and, and comfort all at once. So we're actually working on that right now with my manufacturer who is a local, um, he has a local factory out here in mass. Um, one of the things that's important for me is that I don't want to outsource outside of the country too much, just, you know, per like values, morals and principles. Um, And he's also Dominican, which is great, because I'm Dominican and Puerto Rican, so I'm always here to support, like, the Lion community. So I take her with me to the factory, and she walks around, and she asks her questions, and her curiosity, you can just see her, you know? But what I want to show her is that, like, mom is always, always, like, on the move, always doing something, um... Mommy is her own boss, and I don't want her to think that that's the only avenue or route to go because no shame on anybody that wants to do the regular 9 to 5. I just personally couldn't do it, but I just want her to see, like, because she's like, but Mommy, aren't you, like, in school, too? I was like, yep, and I do this, and I do this, like, nothing can stop. Like, nothing can get in the way. Mm -hmm. There is no limit. There's no limit. Like, only you limit yourself. Um, Yeah, so... I have my hands on a lot of different things right now.
0: That's great. A lot of things. So could you tell us about your business? What is, What is the brand? And then what do yes. you Yes.
1: So the brand is Impose Fashion. So that's pretty much like the the main name, I guess. Like that's like the where all the other things work under. It's at the umbrella. And so you have Impose Fashion, which will work or pretty much deal with like women's retail or just retail in general. Um, and then there's one um, in post styles, which I focus on the styling services, um, personal shopping. I also do wardrobe audits, So I'll go into your house. I reorganize your closet, remove old pieces that you don't need or you're trying to hold on to. It's time to let go. I'm there to be like, give it to me. We're getting something new. Um, I do image consulting in there. So... I pretty much see myself like a fashion therapist when it comes to that aspect of my my business. Um it's not just about buying clothes and styling people. It's a lot of instilling confidence in my clients, um really allowing them to see themselves from a different point of view, truly like loving themselves or relearning how to love themselves. And for me, fashion has always been such an important part of like My life image is a big thing, Um, especially as a business person. You're a walking business card. Mm -hmm. You are a walking entity. Therefore, when you meet somebody for the first time, you're leaving an impression on them. So if I'm in fashion, but I walk in here in my, you know, house clothes, it's like, Oh, you're not going to believe what I am. You You know what I'm saying? You're not going to believe what I'm selling to you or Mm -hmm. what I'm willing to offer you. So with, with my clients I want them to use fashion to just redefine their image um, not really change who they are you know but just like redefine them um, so that's one aspect the second aspect of it and then there is um, imposed creative productions which I focus on curating editorial shoots um, product shoots style shoots um, and fashion production. So I've styled designers for like fashion week, which has been super fun. Um, actually one of the pieces that I styled for got featured on Forbes magazine, which is really exciting.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, I have to do a better job at letting people know.
0: <laughs> you do. Cause you look at your, <laughs> your IG page that I don't see anything. Other, right. There. Like
1: I, I'm so, um,
0: at least put it in the, in the profile. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know I, I'm so I need to be I need who's in marketing I need help with marketing guys can somebody help me
0: <laughs> so there's this book that uh, I was recommended to read from um, my advisor mm-hmm. and he said um, marketing made simple okay so and then there's another one called business made simple okay and both of those are by the, from the same writer or author uh, and the way he likes to say it is that the business made simple is a master's degree in business in a book Mm. Right, like mm-hmm. everything that he learned in s- school for his degree, yeah. didn't actually apply to like creating a business, okay, and running a business, yeah. So he took the things that he learned from the master's program, but then also his applied knowledge and put it into a book and a framework, okay. And similarly to for marketing,
1: I love that, but but but, mm-hmm. um, I love to read. It's so hard for me to read books like that. Audio book. Okay, audio. Yeah, oh, I can't read those question. books How either. Yeah, okay. I'll put it in
0: an audio book and I'm listening to it on the drive, wherever, it's all the like, time. It's
1: like, oh. Uh,
0: it makes it so much easier to, like, listen and okay. hear it, and then you can pull out while you're driving.
1: Right, right. Okay, I yeah. like that, audio. Um, even podcasts are really good. Yep. Um, It's just like finding, like, really good podcasts, you know, with people who are going to be offering really good information and, like, things of that nature but I think marketing for me has been a struggle because as a full time single mom um, I feel guilty already that I'm always emailing on the phone talking to somebody Mm -hmm. Um, I want to I'm obviously investing time with her but I just sometimes feel so guilty so having to be on social media all the time posting or you know staying relevant and and, and engaging it's tough. that's a whole other job on its own oh my god And as much as I love to dibble and dabble on everything, um, I think it's really important for me to still be mom. That's like my number one job. That's that's 24-7 right there. And then everything else, you know, is second. But I remember having a conversation with my daughter because last year when COVID happened, um, you know, we were all in a very weird place. We didn't really know what was going to happen with jobs and stuff. And I was like, I don't have time to wait for somebody to tell me You're fired because or you're laid off because we can't afford to keep you on board with all of this happening. I immediately went into hustle mode. I pulled out some business books. I can't remember the name of one and I'll I'll send it to you later on. But um, this one book has this huge map on how to start a business and it gives you like steps it's so crazy yeah. I followed I the steps <laughs> yeah, I okay. okay, I threw that poster on the floor and I'm like alright what are we going to do I prayed I was like Lord please I need your guidance I need your leadership I need um, I need help right now yeah. like I need well, what am I supposed to do I started making masks and then you know my the job that I was at previously I was just like well We were all trying to figure out ideas to keep the business afloat. And I'm like, well, i make a mess. Y'all, y'all can join.
0: Mm.
1: (laughs) But, like, this is going to be my hustle for right now just in case, like, it doesn't work out. And it did. It worked out. You know what I mean? Um, But obviously that kind of died off because then the entire world was making masks. And there Mm. was no fabrics. (laughs) Okay? Everybody wanted to take the damn elastics. I was like, I can't do this. (laughs) So how
0: how does... So how, how has COVID impacted, say, the production of the things that you're doing for Impose?
1: Um, truthfully, it's refocused me. Like, for a very long time, I was putting my energy into somebody else's business and putting mine at the back burner. And during um, COVID, it just, it was a moment where, like, no stuff. Like, I think you need to finally do it. Like, mm-hmm. just throw yourself 100% into your business and just make it happen. And that's what ended up happening. Like I was scared. Um, and once like I got laid off, I was like, you know, I was like, God, what are we going to do? Like, I'm freaking out, but I know you're not going to abandon me, but still I'm freaking out. Help me. And it was just, like, a moment, like, it's time, girl. Like, do your thing. I've been doing this for over 10 years now, and it's always been an excuse. And now, finally, that I'm older, a little bit more mature, um, a lot more educated in the business, and um, obviously, like, the skills have flourished and all that good stuff, um, you know, it's like, it's doing really well. I'm really excited for the new ventures that I'm in um, that's happening with my business. Again, like I'm catering to both men and women just on two completely different styles of retail. Um, One is custom where the other one is a little bit more off the rack for the women's stuff. So
0: That's awesome. And I think To touch on the custom piece, like, you know, we just did a consultation, Ah! right? (laughs) I'm excited. So excited. So I've never had a custom suit in my life. Like, I've never gone through the process. It's an
1: experience.
0: It's an experience. And again, I I wish I had it recorded, you know, (laughs) to like capture the moment of like my face Mm -hmm. going through the different fabrics Mm -hmm. and like, you know, just the whole process is amazing. Yeah. And I know a lot of us as people, probably men in particular, like you've seen you know, the Italians on all, all these old mob movies mm-hmm. go getting through their getting stuff. their custom yep. suits and we're like, yeah, that's dope. And so for me now to have this experience, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's an amazing like I guess time in my mind to mm-hmm. just absorb it, you know, feel comfortable in that like, yo, this is something we all should do.
1: Absolutely. Um I think also like I told you, the older that we get Um, I think we should all start to think about investing into our looks versus just, you know, spending money on fast fashion, on things that next year won't fit. The fabrics are all falling apart. Mm -hmm. Um, You invest in a really good piece. It'll last you years. You know what I mean? And we're older. And again, my job here is to not change you, but just like redefine your look, Um, you know, jazz it up a little bit. That's all. Let's do it! I'm I'm excited.
0: (laughs) So everyone, you know, as far as like men that want to get custom suits, even women, men and women that want to get custom outfits, mm -hmm. custom suits, or uh, just just uh, your entire wardrobe to be remodeled, uh, where can they find you?
1: Come see me. (laughs) So, (laughs) impose
0: fashion on.
1: So on Instagram, you can go um, and just like DM me, and we'll work something out from, from there. But it's under. I can't ever say this word, Unders- underscore, underscore, um, impose, underscore, fashion, underscore. Um, and then on there, you'll find my email and you can just send me, send me an email. We can talk.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. So a few questions here. Let's, let's get into it. So what was your, you know, your 33? Uh, excuse excuse me, me,
1: back it up. Not bad. Oh, yeah, man. I'm 32,
0: y'all. <laughs> 30, I know I don't you're love a 32-year-old woman <laughs> who was a mother, mm-hmm. right? You have a, a boyfriend, you're in a relationship. So, like, what was your childhood like as far as, like, how did it look? Do you have your parents, your father around? Yep, Just can I, you talk about your childhood experience? For
1: sure. Um, so, I am the oldest um, of four, and uh, my mom was married with my father so um, in that marriage there is myself and my sister my younger sister Um, it was an interesting upbringing because my father was from the Dominican Republic and you know my mom um, she's from Puerto Rico but she was born in America so um, and my father was born in the DR Uh, so you know coming out here they were 18 19 years old They were so young. Um, I think that the motives behind certain choices and decisions maybe weren't always genuine. And I think that that showed in their marriage. Um, It didn't work out. Um, My dad was young. I always sort of like, I always wrap it up to that. Like he was young. Um, I mean, I, I became a parent at 27, 28, and it was still challenging. I can't imagine being 18, and yeah. you know no what way. I'm saying. Like no being a parent at that, and then in a country that you don't know nothing about. Like you're brand new to this country, you don't speak the language. Um, you know, yeah. it's a lot of different women. Yeah. So there was a yeah, lot, yeah. lot of a lot of you know a lot of everything. And so my mom was, you know, very hard worker. She was a nurse, and she she still is. Um, but she worked a lot and. And my dad worked a lot. My, my dad owns a business. And um, so the entrepreneurial, I guess, spirit always stemmed from seeing him owning his own stuff. But he was never really home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, their marriage definitely was toxic. You know? And mm-hmm. so I definitely saw a lot of things that even at a young age, I was like, I'm not dealing with that. I'm not putting up with that. I don't want that to be me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, my mom got remarried. And um, then we were exposed to something completely different. Like, now we have almost, like, a very solid unit. Mm -hmm. Like, we're having dinners at the table. Christmas was, like, our first Christmas was, I will never forget it. I'm like, what? Santa left more than one gift? (laughs) Because, like, I was, like, four years old, and I remember a Christmas, it was just me, my mom, and my sister, and my dad was there, but not there, right? Mm-hmm. My mom bought a huge tree, and there was two gifts under the tree. That's it. Just me, for me and my sister, and we were so happy. Yeah. Then, you know, fast forward, my mom remarries, and, you know, my stepdad is in the picture now, and we wake up the next day. The tree is four feet tall, and the gifts
0: yeah, were, like, what? I was, like,
1: <laughs> what is this? So... Definitely two completely different, like, um, experiences. I will never hold it against my dad. I love him. You know what I'm saying? We still have a really close relationship. Um, And again, like, I I guess I understood it. But then fast forward, um, you know, I'm in a very similar situation where I'm just like, I'm not dealing with this. And I think that in our in the Latin culture, you know, we are almost like the women. We're almost taught to. Believe that we have to stay in those situations. Well, I was, I've always, when I tell you always, like there are videos of me, like at eight, 10 years old, talking like, I'm never gonna deal with this, blah, 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 blah. When I started going through it, you know, I definitely saw the red flags. I wanted to make things work. Mm -hmm. And um, then I was just like, no, I'm, I'm not dealing with it. And, you know, I hear the, oh, but like, you know, as a man, I didn't see. I didn't see that mm-hmm. I didn't see how to Treat a woman I didn't And I hear you But I'm not gonna agree with you Because you are an adult You are grown um, And you have choices You may have not grown up with it But I think you can make a decision To be like I don't wanna do that Or I don't wanna treat the person An individual that way mm-hmm. So I grew up seeing a lot of things That were not okay I'm not gonna be out here Doing those things you have choices yeah. and I am going to hold you accountable. And I think that's the problem in life. I think that we as adults, you know, as women, cause ladies, I know that you guys can relate with me and agree and agree to a certain extent. Like we definitely are to blame sometimes because we allow these behaviors to happen. You know what I mean? Like, and we try to justify them by creating a list of excuses I just punched right through that shit and I was, I'm sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to say shit. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) And and I was like, no. Like, this is wrong. The way that I'm feeling is not how I'm supposed to be feeling. Like, I have a daughter. This is not what I'm going to teach her to, like, accept in her life. And I'm not saying that I'm going to tell her, like, oh, jump from relationship to relationship. But if it means that you are gonna have to remove yourself from anything that's toxic draining um emotionally and and mentally like remove yourself absolutely and anybody who says anything can just come talk to me
0: yeah i mean you have to learn that value of who you are one thousand percent because it's like it's the same thing that say um say you know being raised in a household like say your second Mm -hmm. experience you get to see how then it Mm -hmm. should look like So then you move through life saying, okay, I'm not going to accept certain things. Right. So either way, it's the value, whether you saw it or not, you're just learning the value of you. Right. What you're willing to accept or not.
1: 100%. And my, uh, when I was, you know, my mom, uh, they separated when I was five. So from what I can remember, and I remember like, when I was like four, three, it's weird. But I don't remember sitting down for dinner. I don't remember holidays I don't remember birthday parties with my dad. like I don't remember that going out family stuff it wasn't it wasn't any of that but again they were young right um and then in the when my mom got remarried we're on trips we're camping fishing you know family parties like it was just like whoa like yeah. this is amazing so when I was getting older, I understood what I... And this is at a... Well, I learned this at a very young age. Um, I knew what I didn't want, and I knew what I wanted. So as an adult, I'm like, these are the values that I'm going to instill in my family, in my relationship. You know, like my my stepdad with my mom, he was affectionate. He complimented her. You know what I mean? Like, he was always gassing her up. I'm like, yes. You know what I mean? Like, that. That's that's what i like to see that's mm-hmm. that's what i want like i want a man to to love me that much that you know he's doing everything in his power to make sure that like you know we are um we have everything that we need mm-hmm. like emotionally we, physically everything financially, yeah, i yeah, always yeah. used to say like we didn't grow up rich but it always felt like we were because we had everything we needed yeah. like everything that we wanted i really do not know what that was because it was like, well, I don't know what I want. And if I want it, it's probably going to be no. Because it's probably something that's unnecessary, you know, like mm-hmm. something materialistically. So I always felt rich in that, in that element. Like, there's so much love. There's laughter in this house. Like, there's adventures. Um, things that, you know, now that I have my kid, I'm like, I mean, she's so spoiled now. Like, she gets everything. Yeah. So, um, but I also did see things. Between my mother and my father, that now, even though my daughter's father and I are not together, there are still there are things that I am like. I need to be the change, right? I don't want to go until my daughter's fifteen for us to actually be cordial. We're not doing that. Mm -hmm. Like we're adults again. Like I am gonna do everything in my power to make sure that you know, you guys have a line of communication. You guys are like consistent with one another, and he's a great father. Like. So I never take anything away from that from him. So he is always present, like he's there. So that makes it easier too, to be able to just be like, nope, yeah, you know, do your thing. I'm not going to interfere with that. So
0: and that's great because that's probably not commonplace, right? In those type of co-parenting situations, yeah, I know. Whether yeah. from one or the other side, mm-hmm. where you know, it's
1: not easy though.
0: But <laughs> I, I could not imagine.
1: I don't like the drama. I yeah. really don't. I yeah. don't. I just like to make things easy, but I've seen it, you know, and and people capitalize, especially on social media, putting up all these like baby mother, baby father Mm. drama stuff. Like, how about we start normalizing a healthy co-parenting relationship? And it doesn't mean that y'all are like best friends, but it's just like just being cordial. You know what I mean? Like, why don't we start pushing that? And that's on us. Because the kids need to see that. They need to see that. Yeah. And that's so something that, you know, might even if I'm upset at her father, like, I try my hardest never to let her see that. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's like, for what? What's the point? You know what I mean? Like, and my daughter's extremely intelligent. Like, she's very smart, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think I've done a really good job at keeping, you know, a, a sense of cordialness between us and just something healthy. Whatever individually we may be dealing with that never affects our co-parenting when it comes to our kid like it's like no everything else can just take a a break for now so
0: that's great Mm -hmm. and so you mentioned a couple like things that you learned from both your fathers Mm -hmm. Uh, and so I'll ask you two things so what are some like specific things that you learned just for you Mm -hmm. right and then maybe also from what you were looking for uh, from you know husband boyfriend whatever.
1: Okay, so both both my dads are um carpenters by by trade. Like they just they are good at everything. Mm-hmm. They are mechanics, carpenters, electricians, plumbers, like everything. Yeah,
0: whatever you need done. They they're there.
1: <laughs> okay? Like my sister was like, "Oh my god, I changed my tire on the side of the road." I was like, "Okay." She's like, "Oh, you think you can do it." And I was like, "I mean, I can, but why?" dad and dad will do it yeah. <laughs> and I got your so <laughs> <laughs> um no but they've they like my father definitely like the entrepreneurship thing like being able to come to a country that you know nothing about and still prosper and be successful um from my stepdad again like the business mentality drive like that man has faced I mean the challenges that that He's overcome and still been able to come out from that. And it's like, there's no excuse. Mm -hmm. Get it done. Oh, they pushed me down. They tied me down. I broke from that. And I'm here thriving in a business. You know what I mean? Like they, both of them, you know what I'm saying? But like, I definitely learned perseverance. Um, And even though through my dad, like, I learned things that were essential to me as an adult like just things I'm not going to to deal with I don't I don't there are certain things that I saw I was like no thanks dad thanks for teaching me that Mm -hmm. because now I know what I'm not going to deal with and when my stepdad is like okay yes like these are the values that I I'm going to instill again in my family and in my children growing up um yeah but both of them the entrepreneurial mindset you know my stepdad definitely is just like there's no excuse you have choices in life, make the right ones. Yeah. You have this, you have this road, you got this road. They're both going to be challenging. Don't let anything stop you. And truthfully, I've always, I've always like ran with that. Nothing can stop me. Nothing.
0: That's amazing. <laughs> and I, when you put up the choices, uh, to me that sounds like. Uh, so in the Bible, it talks about the wide, the broad road, and the narrow road. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's easy. It's so easy to go that route right. where you can just use. BSing around, not doing anything, mm-hmm. not persevering, right. accepting life as it comes. Stagnant, just being stagnant. stagnant. Right? Mm-hmm. And then the other route is hard. You know, oh, I got to fight. I have to continue to work every day. Mm-hmm. And that's maybe some of the things your stepfather is like, yo, like, to get things done, it has to be consistent. Mm-hmm. You have to persevere. You have to fight mm-hmm. through yourself. Even like you said, you had to fight through to become you know who you are now 100 percent.
1: you're faced with so many challenges um but every challenge is a lesson learned and that's something that as i've gotten older i've just learned to accept like it's going to be hard in the moment but it's that feeling of you know whatever it is in that moment right it's not a forever feeling there's always an end to that Mm -hmm. and people i hope that you know those who are listening can really take that from, from this conversation right here is that regardless of what you're facing, there's always an end to it. Like I remember going through some stuff that, you know, when I was separating from my daughter's father, like I told my mom, I'm like, there has to be a rainbow, right? Mom, at the end of the storm, like there has to be, there's no way that I can, you know, feel like this forever. Like this is crazy. And let me tell you that that rainbow came through and so much more. You know what I mean? Because I saw, um, I knew I, w- I was strong, but, like, I didn't know really how strong I was and how, how driven and how, like, I can really accomplish things, yo. Because I knew I could do it, but I was like, whoa, I can't believe I did all of this. And I was in this position, you know like so yeah.
0: I think that's the great thing about like life and struggle and like pain mm-hmm. because it molds you into like who you already are but mm-hmm. you just probably don't see it right so then you have to go through these hard yeah. or the valleys mm-hmm. to you know I guess come to know yourself
1: yeah 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 absolutely oh my god yeah
0: <laughs> all right so uh, so what are the some of the values that you try to instill in your daughter or yeah yeah, and, um, and how so, the two of you I guess as far as co-parenting mm-hmm. are trying to instill in her
1: so together um, we definitely want her to be a good person right I think all parents want their kids to be good people um, but we truly want her to understand that um well Yes, be a good person. It's so hard because she it's so easy for her to get everything that she wants. So we're like struggling right now with trying to instill gratitude. That's a word that her and I talk about all the time. It's like be grateful for everything that you have. Right. Because there's so many there's so many people that that don't have a quarter of what you have. So instilling, you know, gratitude and Humility, um independence is huge for me. Like, you know, she everybody know like when it comes to me, and my daughter, like my daughter is so independent. You know, she I don't treat her like an adult, she's still my baby, but there are things that she has to understand, like you are old enough to do this and do that, and and your capabilities are like so big and mm-hmm. no, you know what I mean? Um, so definitely independence um also love like love for me is so important like I want her to be kind I want her to to love everybody for who they are um I want her to learn not to judge be understanding um you know like even recently her teacher you know send me a message you know Sky is just so wonderful like her friend was having a hard time today and I can see her whispering things in her ear and she's like Sky what were you telling her and she was like I you know I just told her that her behavior was not acceptable and that she's a big girl and she if she needs help she needs to ask and um, you know all all these things and like giving her uh, she was like encouraging her to be strong and, and all that stuff and I was like you know we did that like <laughs> yeah, right these are things that we've taught her just at home and, and she's that way with me you know um so what else family values is extremely important okay like i'm such a family oriented person like my family we are very close so again i'm the oldest of four me and my siblings are tight like those are my road dogs you know me and my cousins are six of us six girls wow Growing up, we really didn't need friends. We had each other, right? Mm-hmm. I was always a social butterfly, but that that was my crew, like me and my cousins, um my aunts. Like now that we're adults, like we can actually kick it with our aunts, moms and just like have adult conversations. So that's one thing that she takes with her now, like she rather hang out with her grandmother, me and my and my sister
0: than going to hang with her friends. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, like um so definitely family. You know, we sit down at the table to eat, even if it's just her and I. Um, a love of of music, I, I definitely want her to be worldly, like in culture. So I've I try my best to introduce her to different things. Um, what else? Uh, so many things, so many things. But again, parents, moms and dads, like there is no book, no book to being a perfect parent. Like this is all a learning curve. Forever. Because mm-hmm. even when they're adults, like, we have to learn how to adapt to their their selves, whoever they are, right? Um,
0: and, like, allowing them to communicate that to you.
1: Oh, communication. Yeah. That's another thing that I am huge with with my daughter. Um, it is so important for her to learn how to communicate her feelings, her emotions. I allow her to feel. I allow her to be, you know, emotional because we are all emotional creatures. But I'm also teaching her how to have control, over that you know um but communicate to me what are you upset about what's making you sad like she's five and we have conversations like yeah you know she's like mom are you okay i'm I'm a little stressed out today well why are you stressed well what is stressed i'll explain to her what it is well why are you stressed mommy i'll explain to her because a lot of like when we were growing up our parents would try to cover everything up And then we become adults, and we don't know how to deal with it's the that same stuff. Cycle. You know, yeah, yeah. I talk to my kid a lot. Like we talk, we talk. So that's really important. Communication is like huge for me. Yeah, huge. that's awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the way it should be, and so we we can become adults that that are not reactionary. Right? Yes. We understand our emotions in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like okay, you know you know that whole saying. Uh, I'm feeling some kind of way. <laughs> yeah. What way? what way yeah. what, are you like, what are you feeling tell, tell me yeah say it like what are you feeling exactly tell me more <laughs> don't tell me i'm feeling some kind of way because i don't care i don't know what that I, is yeah, i don't know what that that doesn't mean anything me. i can't i can't are read you it. happy yeah <laughs> or you mad me. like what is it so yeah i think it's for us as you know our age and like pouring into the youth and our children and for me nieces and nephews and then when i do have them is that understanding that okay i have emotions mm-hmm. i have To acknowledge them and then communicate them in a way that is healthy. Even if I'm mad, it's like, okay, I can't react. I have to acknowledge I'm mad about this. Now I need to communicate that to you. Because maybe I just don't like the way you did this or the way you said this. Mm -hmm. And it's very simple to say that. Mm -hmm. I didn't really appreciate the way you said that to me. Yes. Oh, well, then they might get mad, but that's not on you now.
1: Or sometimes they don't even know how to receive that.
0: They don't because they don't know. We Mm -hmm. don't know communication generally as people, so... I think that's very important. I think it's great. Oh, yeah.
1: I got a question for you since you got questions for all right, me. All right, we'll take it. With that, right, piggybacking off communication, as we all know, women can talk.
0: <laughs> right.
1: And we don't have a problem sharing our feelings. Yeah. So how is it that we can get men to be more comfortable with communicating those feelings? Because when we say, I'm feeling some type of way, we, we're we going to tell you, right?
0: Not not all the time, but most times. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, you know what? We won't tell you in that moment.
0: Yeah, eventually.
1: Give me give me a few days.
0: A few days. <laughs> but you mad for two days? walking around the house. Right. And I'm supposed to know why you mad. But you guys you tell are me.
1: even worse. You guys won't yeah, even yeah, yeah. say I'm feeling some type of way. You guys will hold those feelings it's
0: like a bottle until, and, it, until it bursts.
1: And sometimes it don't even burst.
0: Yeah. It just implodes almost.
1: You know, like, it's like you guys are going through stuff, whether it's financial, work-related, family-related, you know, friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys don't talk about those things. So, as let's as, say, as your partner or a family member or friend, like, how do we get men to be more um, comfortable w- with that?
0: Uh, first, I'll share with my life journey with that. And then I'll go into maybe my idea on how this works. Okay. Because I guess it, it all boils down to communication, you know, I guess, in its, it's core. It's key, man. Uh, for men and women, mm-hmm. you know, especially from for men uh, to learn that from other men how to communicate. Yeah. It might not be emotional like the way maybe women do, but it's just understanding. Like, right. Like, okay, bro, like, how did you deal with this? You know, because life is all transitions. And this is what this is really about is like yeah. helping uh, each other through transitions yep. in life. And so like, OK, maybe I'm having a child as a man. I'm going to talk to men that have children. Like, mm-hmm. Yo, how did you how did you deal with her when she's going through all the damn hormones? Yeah. These changes. Yeah. Like, and I am want to walk around like oh, because <laughs> she's barking <laughs> at me. Right. But, you know, now I have to learn how to deal with it in a way that's beneficial for us mm-hmm. because i'm i i'm built to handle that type of weight
1: you mean like society no
0: men in it, say in that particular moment okay you know okay. as far as like you know having a baby uh-huh, you have hormones uh-huh. you can't control your hormones right so now i have to control how i react to that
1: right okay
0: so that's just all understanding communication and then talking to other men that's gone through it but so, they don't
1: do that men don't do that they don't men seek. do
0: Hey, so it's, it's, it's getting better. That's what okay. I
1: said, All say. right. As long as you say it's getting better. Yeah.
0: So really quick, my life, you know, I grew up, you know, uh, my stepfather was an old school man. Mm-hmm. I think when I when I was 15, he passed. Mm. Uh, he was 50, I think, 50 or 55. He's young. Yes, he was young, but older. Right. Okay. So my mom was 30, like in her 30s. Okay. So you know what I mean? He's an older oh, generational I see. guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. My grandfather was around. He's older generation. Okay. Man. My uncle learned from my grandfather, so he's, you know, Mm -hmm. in the mold. Mm -hmm. And I'm similar. Like, I kind of was raised around it, so I'm that way. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm balanced. But anyway, I was, my stepfather passes. Now I'm, like, the man of the house. And then I'm told from my stepbrother, like, yo, you got to be the man. You can't show emotion. You got to be this, that. That's so crazy. Because that's that's what the model Mm -hmm. was, right? And so now I'm going through life as a 15-year-old kid. I wanted to do all these different things, but yeah. now I can't. Mm. And now I'm told I can't show emotion. So I just got to bottle it up. And then that, that just kind of spewed into being a young adult, trying to be in relationships. Oh, boy. Women are asking for more. I don't know how to communicate. I have fears and insecurities, all these things that yeah. I've been dealing with. And I don't know how I'm afraid. And I'm prideful. Us things we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know how to express and then it's just through years of that same uh, cycle, I was like, "What? How do I break out of this? I can't." And I just went into kind of like a depression. Mm. So all in all, I start talking to people like slightly, like mm-hmm. you know, friends that are around my boy and his wife now. She's a therapist, okay. And so she was always around. We we were we were roommates, okay. And so she'd be like, "Oh, you know." You ever think about therapy, you know, learning to communicate? Everybody needs it. Right. And I wasn't receptive to it. Like, m- one of my girlfriends in the past, she was going to school to be a therapist. A therapist, yeah. And she would ask me questions like, you know, <laughs> who are you? You know, just like, I'm like, yo, don't try to psychoanalyze me. There's nothing wrong with me, right? But there, there was. Yeah, we but, all got so issues. But so anyway, get to this place, Valley Therapy, and starting to have to communicate. Because mm-hmm. I know the only way to get out of this, I have to communicate. So I'm starting to talk and start to express myself. And then I'm like now a bubble of emotion. I'm telling everybody about everything. Like, yeah. You know, throwing up my emotion. And now it's like, all right, you got to learn balance. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, that's the my process. So now, like, I have to communicate. I was in a relationship recently where I'm like, yo, I'm not putting up with non-communication at all.
1: Yeah. I grew up can. in a
0: household like that mm-hmm. from neither my mom and my stepfather. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not putting up with that at all. We're going to communicate about everything. I, I mean, within reason, we don't have to communicate about every little detail. Right. But things that matter. Right. Things that impact you, impact me. Yeah. Impact us together. Uh, and so I'm adamant on it. Um, non-negotiables. So yeah, so it, Those it, are it's, non-negotiables. It's definitely non-negotiable. Hey, Sierra and now. Russell
1: Wilson have a list of non-negotiables that they put down before they got together. And yeah. it was like, this is just my non-negotiable. If you cannot, then unfortunately, We cannot be together. And I think.
0: And that's okay.
1: Yes. People need to have that. I think people, if people really start focusing on truly what it is that they need and that they require, I mean, you really start to filter out the people that are not, that are not for you.
0: You have to get to that point of that Mm self-awareness. It's a long journey to understand yourself and then what works. Yeah. So quickly to answer that, and then I'll touch on that really quick. (laughs) You ask me a simple question, and I will <laughs> ramble. But so now I communicate, right? And so, as far as uh, how men can communicate, it's really just asking questions. Okay. I think yeah. that was the biggest thing that I learned was to ask someone because I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just acknowledging, and it's okay not to know because you're yeah. not supposed to know what you don't know. Yeah. You know, the only way to know is just to be find out from others so read a book or listen to a podcast or listen to a mm-hmm. YouTube. There's people talking all the time. Mm-hmm. But then there's so many people around us in our families that don't know how to, don't communicate. But mainly if you just ask the question, they probably right. will. Right. And so I just learned that like, oh, it's all the men that I have around me, like asking questions. Yo, how do you do this? How do you do that? How do you deal with this? Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that? Have you ever dealt with depression? Like, oh, yeah, I deal with it. I've dealt with it you know this is how i'm going through it right now yeah <laughs> you know and so then it's like a form of therapy for you and them yep. so then they can learn to communicate mm-hmm. but then you're getting the information that mm-hmm. you need to deal with the things that 100 it's like follow them lead right mm-hmm. it's just communicate to then get what you need so yep. then you can give to others yep and so i think as far as men it's just you know but we got a lot of fear and pride and those two things really hold us back mm-hmm. from giving women what they need mm-hmm. and our children yep. um, for many reasons and probably won't be able to talk about that right now. But, yeah, those are some of the answers. And so the a way I probably think that it could just by asking questions, we can get answers okay. to be better at communicating.
1: Yeah. I, and I think um, And
0: I, so really quick as mm-hmm. far as like especially dealing with women, we have a lot of fear. Because, okay. like, what if I'm not good enough? What if I'm not hand enough? What if I'm not strong enough? Like, all of these, like, vast emo- yeah. a range of emotions mm-hmm. that I think we're, for the, with the right woman, expressing those things gives you a sense of security yep. that I am connecting with you. Yep. And I'm expressing those deep things within 100%. me. 100%. But then you're also able to, right, be the rib. And protect me in those yes. areas, and support yes. me, mm-hmm. and like build me up in that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if we never do it, we'll never get what we need, mm-hmm. and neither will you. So it all really stems from us as the man, like leader, to do it. Yeah, because we'll never get it if we don't get it. Amen. We'll never get answers from the brothers that mm-hmm. we need to get, but we'll never get the love that we need from you mm-hmm. until we open that door.
1: Yeah. Man. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> That's like in Lauren Hill's album, so we're just gonna leave it at that, right there. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah that's it. <laughs> that's pretty much it. That is very true. Very true. Um,
0: yeah, life is hard, man. I think it. It's Will Smith says it. Uh, he's like, on the other side of our greatest fear mm-hmm. is what we need. Mm, yeah. Right. And on the other side of my greatest fear of expressing myself is mm-hmm. exactly what I need. Yeah. And so I got a woman that's so gonna be supportive and loving, and caring. Uh, yeah. I gotta express myself. Be vulnerable. Be vulnerable, be vulnerable. transparent, expression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's freedom for you.
1: you yes. Know? Like there is so can be much yourself. freedom.
0: And like you can just be in the house. Laugh. You don't gotta put on this front front or I gotta be hard. Like just, mm-hmm. just play, laugh, goof around. Yes. You know what I mean? Just yes. calm down. Like home should be safe. It's You can sanctuary. put on that when you get outside the world, but when you get home, it should be safe. We, but we have to be the creators of that safety. Yeah. Yep. Right? You're the molder of it, but mm-hmm. we're the creator mm-hmm. of it. Because I have to first give you safety. That's right. And then you give me safety.
1: Mm-hmm. And our safeties obviously look different. Yeah. Right? But that is absolutely true. That is absolutely true. And it all starts by just communicating, yeah. setting your boundaries from the beginning let them know what you are willing to what you're not willing to actually forget it just tell them what you're not willing to accept because yeah. everything else will just play itself you out you can
0: compromise a lot of the other stuff yeah
1: cuz relationships is a lot about it is compromising yeah. you know what i mean so yeah if you from the beginning let them know this is what i'm not doing these are my non-negotiables if you can't then okay bye See
0: you later. <laughs> all, <laughs> all right so last couple questions And these are, you know, I guess our segment. So what is manhood to you?
1: Manhood.
0: What defines manhood?
1: What defines manhood? So very interesting because um, I think I have like two views of it. For one is the one that I grew up seeing. Very quote-unquote manly right you have the man of the house he's a provider um he's a protector he knows everything you know like um from fixing whatever in the house to whatever and like in my household we over communicated like my stepdad and my mom's relationship i admired so much because they were able to communicate about every single thing um but one of the things that I would see was, like, he would kind of hold back a little bit early on about, like, financial stuff, which is always, like, triggering for a man because he's the provider, right? Mm-hmm. And so I would see him, like, he would get checks at the house. My mom would take them, open them up, put it in the bank account. She would handle the bills from the money that he was, you know, bringing in. And my mom had her her job, too, right? But that was that was her money. Mm-hmm. Like, he he was, like this like you use this money you know what i'm saying like i'm gonna take care of this i take care i take care so then i'm an adult um i am extremely independent so to have i guess experienced situations where i pretty much had to take care of everything myself you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but in the back of my mind i'm like but growing up like these men even my dad like He's a provider. He's the protector. He's all of this, you know? Um, so I guess
0: To define manhood. To
1: define manhood, it's difficult in my position because
0: Okay, ideal-wise or you know
1: Yeah, ideally, right the picture as of a, what a woman, it be. yeah. What do I what would I expect from like my partner, mm-hmm. right? Um, I mean, I obviously, I seek for someone who is going to protect, you know, mm-hmm. who is going to make me and my children feel safe, who can provide 100%. Like, I am a provider myself, but, like, I want to make sure that, like, you have your own stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody who... Um, Somebody who is going to love me the way that Stephanie needs to be loved. Um, who can fulfill those those love languages that I that I, that I need for me. Who is going to be my like the dislike it just sucks because I'm I'm again I'm a single mom, so I've had to play this part like I don't wanna be the bad guy all the time. Like dad should be the one that when I'm like, I'm gonna tell your father. No. Yeah. You know I need more authority I right. guess like So
0: take m- out the roles That you've played Right Put them in
1: More authority Like more authoritative um, Again Definitely more the protector Definitely more um, Of the Provider Definitely more of the um, Of the one that I can go to Whenever I need something Fixed or Again What I saw growing up Right But I'm in a situation, right? Like, my partner uh, didn't grow up with... The model. The model, Mm -hmm. right? Um, City guy. You know, he's a city boy. Um, So his experiences are so different. And I've never made him feel... You're less of, but it's like, we got to work on Mm -hmm. how to... How you can be that. Because it's not like he doesn't want to be he wants to be but he's never been able to see it right you know what I mean so like for instance like I'll give you this example so I wanted um, I was putting up a fireplace in my house right like a electronic one and um, I was like let me just ask him because I want him to feel like you know he can do this stuff and you know I didn't communicate I need to have this up now.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> yeah. I
1: need to have this done now. And I'm I'm like...
0: Because if you asked me to do it, you didn't say when.
1: I didn't say when, right? Yeah. And so, but I'm also the type of individual, like, I don't normally ask for help. If I need something, I'm just going to get it done. Like, that's how I roll, right?
0: Yeah. Independent.
1: Yes. So, I gave him the opportunity to do it. And then he had to step out real quick. By the time he got back, it was up.
0: It was done. <laughs> Yeah, and that's frustrating for probably him. Yes, yeah, and I
1: apologize, and, and we had a conversation. We're s- we, Like, our communication is so good. Yeah. We definitely communicate. Um, we have those lines of communication where it's like uh, the vulnerability is there. Mm-hmm. You know, the walls are down. Like, we talk. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm so sorry. I honestly didn't do it on purpose. It wasn't to undermine you or anything, but it's like I needed it done. And the way that I saw it, I'm in like your head you needed it. Done. Right, yeah. in my head. I didn't communicate that to him. And like, you know, for him, it's like, look, like, this is all new for me. Okay. You know, like I live in the city, like a lot of this stuff is already done. Like I don't or like I would he's like, I would pay somebody yeah. 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 to get it done and do it. Where I'm like, why? You can do it. it. You're yeah. the man, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess those are expectations that stem from my upbringing like you know my dads don't call anybody they figure it out themselves um
0: so men need to be resourceful
1: resourceful that's yeah, another sure. one yeah and even though that's not realistic because again it's realistic
0: because like even if you don't know it's like all right let me call this dude and that's what it's he's just resourceful yeah
1: and, and yeah and for him it's like i i would just rather
0: it works for him and but you just got to be patient
1: I have to be patient. (laughs) I got to be patient. patient. And also, I have to be accepting of the fact that it's like, dude, he would rather pay for the service. Whether where I grew up on, oh, but my dad. Because what if if I do it? it,
0: And it's like Bill Cosby in a joint don't work (laughs) no more. (laughs) Because I didn't put it together right. But because you wanted it done that way. Right,
1: right. But, but I also, so, um, we've been dating (laughs) for two years now, so. Now, right, I'm in a place where I'm just like, why not? Why can't he call somebody and have somebody, pay, like, pay somebody to do it? If you're okay with spending the money on that, right, go for it. Because if I need it done ASAP and you can't do that, why am I going to get upset because you can't do that? So I think that now I'm, I'm also kind of working off on, like, okay, so, yes, I grew up on these values of what men should be doing in the house and providing and stuff where now this is like, this is my reality. Right. And it's okay. It's perfectly fine. Him and I had a conversation about gender roles. Okay. And you know, he was like, how do you feel about splitting bills and Uh you know, in the house, all this stuff. I was like, well,
0: yeah, that goes back to the court.
1: So this is the thing for me. It's just like, I've taken care of me for so long. By myself, And it's not that, like, he needs to do it. It's, like, I just want him to want to provide for me. You know, like, seeing my mom in her marriage, like, my stepdad wanted to provide for my mother. Like, I want to cater to her. I want to, you know, give her everything. So I've always taken care of me. So it's not a matter of, like, you have to do it. I would want you to want to do it for me. So that was a conversation that him and I had. And he was like, okay, because I was in a situation where it was like, you have to take care of this. Like, you're the man. You got to pay for everything. Okay. My friend's husband's pay. The, you know what Those I mean? things
0: don't really work.
1: And I told him, that's not how I view things. Again.
0: We're very resistant to that.
1: Yes. And I mean, if the delivery. If I'm telling you, you got to do it. Like, nobody's going to want to take it's care of your have, ass if you're acting happen, like that. No. But in, in all honesty, generally, like, it's like, I've done it. I've done it for me for a while, it would just be really nice to have somebody to just be like, nah, I want to provide this for you financially, you know, and it's not because I can't. It's just like, you know, now, as far as bills goes, like if you are in a position financially where you are making more money than I am, I think it makes sense maybe that you take large the larger load because I, I physically cannot provide as much as you can. Right. Mm -hmm. If we're both on the same level, or if I make more money, then okay. Then I'm just like, that makes sense that I, I'm going to take a little bit of the bigger boat, mm-hmm. right, of it. Um, it
0: just works with what whatever you guys agree exactly. to come to your own.
1: Exactly. Yeah. But like, now stuff in the house, listen, we're both grown. We both lived alone. You know what it's like to keep a clean home. I'm a stickler about a clean house, okay? Um, so... You know, and I I say this to him, I am particular about certain stuff. I don't expect you to be this way. But just, you know, if you see something, pick it up. That's it. You know what I'm saying? If I cook, you're going to do the dishes. If you cook, I do the dishes. You know, I've never had to ask him, oh, go take the guard. He does that all on his own. But I do it. I do it at home. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need him to do it, but he does it. When, again, if I'm cooking, as soon as we're done dinner at the table, he gets up, he's taking the plates, he's washing the dishes. You know, my daughter is like, oh, my God, he's so sweet. He always does that for us, mommy. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. You
1: know, this man, like this is who he is to the core. Like we go out. I cannot touch the door. He opens the door. Oh, my
0: man. Okay. <laughs> right. We get in
1: the car, opens the door. Uh-huh. My daughter now is like she stands at the door. you know what I'm saying. This is something that now he is teaching He's her, training her. Yeah. you know, so now when she's older and she's dating, she's gonna be at the door like, "Excuse me, mm-hmm. better open this door because that is what he is now instilling right in yeah. her yeah. um and that's just gentleman like mm-hmm. traits, you know what I mean, um always asking, "Are you okay? Do you need anything? vice versa, are you okay? Do you need anything and sometimes it's like. You want to talk? How was your day? You want to debrief with me? Let's break it down. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, household stuff, I think as a woman, you know, I can't say we're all the same, but I grew up in a culture where we are expected to handle all the domestic things. You know what I mean? So, it's like, it's already engraved in me. All all of that. that. Now, Laundry, we talked about it. He's like, I will wash the clothes I'm if not you fold to it. Fold them. <laughs> it's like, I'm I'm totally okay with that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like compromise. I'm I'm totally fine with that. Um, so I think yeah, in those, I think today it's okay for us to find a balance between what we're expecting of our man and their manhood. Um, because you guys, I'm sure expect things from women. And our womanhood, like, how, how do you define a womanhood?
0: You're asking me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um.
1: Oh, you thought it was only me. You thought you were going to... No, I just wasn't prepared for that.
0: <laughs> so, all right. So, for me, womanhood is, um, like, women naturally have an ability to love that I don't, mm, right?
1: Yeah.
0: I So... And I'm going to use this model. and uh-huh. I keep saying it. So I have a dog. Mm-hmm. Dogs aren't children. Dogs are dogs. So they are like they're animals, though. right? And animals operate on instinct and just nature. Mm-hmm. So it's a good depiction of, to me, what things should be. So I give my dog love. He's He loves me, right? When I get home, all the love, let's play. You know, I feed him and all that. Mm-hmm. Say, uh, recent relationship, girlfriend comes in the house. He's up under her the whole day. Oh. He might come to me for something yeah. But like It's whatever she wants He's cuddled up on her Yeah He's sitting there Cause women are nurturers It's natural mm-hmm. I can't do that I can do it
1: You can Don't say you can't No i sorry, you sorry. Can. I can't
0: do it at the level That's okay. natural for you Yes You yes. you're, you're, you move in love And it, and just expression mm-hmm. It just flows from mm-hmm. you I do it It doesn't flow from me
1: <laughs> you like give hug <laughs>
0: Give hug Yes Okay Hold hug. I can learn how to be More affectionate about it Yeah but affection is different than just flow Mm -hmm. right? Um, because that's just energy. Yeah. Uh, And so for me, woman is just energy of like love and affection and care, right. Mm -hmm. Nurturing. Um, Yeah. With children, with people, right. How they communicate to others. To me, Mm -hmm. that's very important. And because you're, yeah, you're just a you should be a walking image of love. Yeah, it's, but even when women that are independent, like you can get things on your own, but be willing to allow somebody to do 1, it. One thousand percent. You know, because like if I'm coming in and you're rigid about it, right? Like, uh, why would I want to be there?
1: exactly? Because
0: oh, you the man now. Go ahead, do your thing. Do
1: it, do it. You, know? you right, don't you need man, me. I'm, you don't need me. I, For I what? agree with you on that.
0: And then women that women should be able to communicate and express themselves emotionally, mm-hmm. whether it's today or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, be able to communicate and express and then be able to, uh, uh, what is the word, compromise. So, like, womanhood to me is just, this all of that, you know. You're going to do what needs to be done for yourself, for your children, for me, mm-hmm. you know. Uh,
1: what about a level of sensuality? Yeah,
0: that comes in with, like, okay, the nurturing and care. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, like, okay, so, all right. Because so for a manhood, a right, it's yeah, like you got to be.
1: Big and strong to, to right. be able. And yeah. a woman has to be soft and.
0: Yeah. So I'll say it like this. I was, we went, I went out. We was at the, this restaurant mm-hmm. talking to the bartender. She's like flirting with us. She introduced herself We introduced ourselves. Shake her hand. Her mm-hmm. hand is hard. Like, Yo, Why is your hand <laughs> harder than mine? She works. Even if I was not, even if, if I was interested, I'm good.
1: Damn. Cause her hand is hard. Yeah.
0: You said sensuality. Why would I want to hold your hand? It's harder than mine. Like
1: but She's got to work.
0: You bartending. She's had what to hard work. hard work.
1: She's carrying crates. That's
0: fine. Somebody <laughs> else will like it. <laughs> just, if it's sensuality, we're going to go based on that. Then. Okay. Like, how you feel is very mm-hmm. important. Okay. Because if I can hold you and feel like you're welcoming to me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Your energy is receiving me.
1: So she was just strong. Like she gave you like a No, nah, no. Nah, I'm oh. saying like
0: it was her hand was rough. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Her hand was rough. So, for me, it's like, say if I'm giving you a hug and you receive me, like, that's just energy. Mm-hmm. So, okay, you, you're you willing for me, right? And so now when we communicate, we talk and I express, I can your energy is going to be willing to receive mm-hmm. what I have to say, Okay, you know? And so that, to me, is, so a lot of men could say that that's...
1: A part of womanhood. A
0: part of womanhood, because if you're not willing to listen, you know, you're not willing to receive some things, you know, because... Women will always be, people in general will always be in a state to learn. Yep. right. Women are are, in a uh, st- if women are in a state to, you know, when their ch- children learn from their fathers. Okay, and then they move from learning from their fathers to learning from their husband,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right, or their their partner, their partner, yeah, in in ways to like how to be loved and all that, express themselves yep. in that way. Women have their power. To um, mold men into being better leaders, better yeah. husbands, better. Yeah. But always being willing to receive from me is very, very important. Okay. Because that's a form of like honor and respect. Like, what are they
1: receiving though?
0: Like just guidance. I don't know. Affection. Being told what to do. No, like oh, okay. I, it's not like I don't. <laughs> I just had to throw that in yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not like yo, you need to, you know, X, Y, Z. Because some men feel that way.
1: Some men feel like oh. Because I'm a provider and I'm this and I'm that, you have to, you know,
0: yeah. do as I say. Yeah. It no, work that way no more. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's up? Are you
1: on? Hi, how are you?
0: So, so yeah, I think so. Womanhood is all that you know, and just being willing to like, you know. Like you can wear sneakers, relax around the house, but when we go out, dress you, up. Yeah, like you. I want it to feel good when I see you get up. You know, for us to go together, go somewhere. It's
1: yeah, like, and yeah. I, I think a lot of that definitely applies to preference. Yeah, that's a preference because some guys might prefer their girls not to wear heels and be sneaker, a sneaker head type. No way. I think so. No way. Yeah.
0: If so, to me, it's a level of insecurity.
1: No, because, I, I know no, couples listen, that are listen. like in the sneaker culture. Like that's their thing.
0: I, okay. Like she he, wears he might be heels. Right. He but be. like
1: he he like he loves that about their relate like you know what I'm saying? Their relationship. Yeah. Like
0: that you're right. But I'm saying like it's more like when we go out. Mm-hmm. And it's like we're going to a gala.
1: Okay, yeah. And you dress you want, up. You don't want her to pull up in some, in some checks on any of her dress?
0: He, he might like that. <laughs> <laughs> he might like that. But if I walk up and I'm going to look at I want to be like, wow. Because nobody's asking Rihanna or Beyonce or whoever they look at as one of the most beautiful women mm-hmm. in the world to be walking around in sneakers. You know what I'm saying? I guess, yeah. Because it's like... Like I want to have that moment of wow. So you I get what I'm saying. Yeah,
1: I think that that definitely falls a little bit under like you also have an expectation, a little bit of an expectation for your your woman, right, to look a certain way. Because again, it's it's your preference. Like you want her to be that way. Mm. That's the same thing with like with women and men. Mm. We like you guys in your gray suits. But sometimes we need you guys to dress up. And a lot of you guys don't like to wear dress shoes. Okay. With outfits. And sometimes we need y'all... To clean it up the yeah. sneakers cannot be the way All the time
0: No it can't be the way All the okay, time Okay <laughs> so if we're gonna
1: have this I need my woman I need you to dress up too Yeah Change your sneakers please It goes both ways Put on some dress shoes
0: It goes both <laughs> ways So yeah I think All, all, all so that So appearance falls
1: In that manhood Womanhood category too I think that yeah, the way okay. That you appear As a man And as a woman I think There's are certain expectations. There's a level of expectation mm-hmm. You know That falls underneath that like well, what does a strong? You um, to be strong, and at least to look like he can take somebody down if he has to. Yeah, you know. Um,
0: okay. Yeah. So I guess that that would all yeah cover what my idea of like womanhood is. Okay. Yeah, because to me, like, you know, it's for me when I look at a woman, I want to like look and be like, okay, I can envision her being my wife when when things get hard. And then we're living on top of the mountain. Mm -hmm. And then also when I can envision her being the mother of my children. Yeah. Being caring, nurturing, loving, Mm -hmm. molding, but also firm, Mm -hmm. you know. So it's like they're not just going to push over you. Yeah. um, Because like, yeah, it's necessary. How do you
1: know that, though? How do you know prior to like having children, right? Like, do you think that you guys should get a pet? So you know how she, Yeah like As a guy? As a guy if you want to see How she might be as a mom
0: No think, that's much different No? Yeah it's much different
1: You don't think that Knowing no, how she treats an a animal is cute
0: Like it's It's animal. not a child But then children like Learn to speak I back I have a and dog attitude, I treat my like, dog
1: like a kid Like that's my baby the So The dog
0: don't speak back That's true And express itself But he bumps. Anger or, Come on <laughs> 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 So to me I mean you're right Yes There's ways So they do say that like i'm learning that they say that women don't a lot of women don't have that motherly instinct turned on until they actually become one the right don't and come honestly out it
1: happens like the second the baby's out
0: and for me what as far as i'm looking outside looking in is how you deal with children naturally mm-hmm. because to me that's what you'll revert back to I'll maybe remember- your instinct will kick in
1: Yes. But it's easy for somebody to be like to I guess to show this like motherly instinct when with a child that's not theirs. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very different when it's yours and now you're dealing with what real parenting is.
0: Right. And so my my thing is if you're already rough and rigid with children that aren't yours. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I can That's see that. what I'm that's the mm-hmm. that's the way I'm looking at mm-hmm. it. Like if you're not already na- you know Yeah you know, loving
1: yeah. and like so
0: that's my Yeah yeah. Maybe my, I need to work out of that.
1: No, I mean I think again it's just a perspective and like yeah. everything in life, like opinions are all subjectives and like a perspective is also subjective. Like nobody's ever right or yeah. wrong in that. So yeah. that's just the way that you that you see it. You yeah, know what I right mean? So my boyfriend, um he doesn't have any kids, right? But he has like seven nieces and, you know, a, a few like nephews um but one thing that he's always said that I've heard him talk about you know with his friends it's like he's like the fact that I s- she's a mom like I'm able to already almost like it's like a cheat sheet yeah, I, I see, see exactly how, move, how yeah. she is as a parent and I love that mm-hmm. I lo- I know how she's gonna be you know with our children like yeah. so I feel super confident like, we're good. Yep. In that department, we're, right. we're totally fine.
0: And so for me coming in, not knowing, right. it's like, uh,
1: mm-hmm. let
0: me monitor how you are with my nieces and nephews, Yeah, how you are with your little cousins. She
1: might be thinking that about you, too, though.
0: I'm great with kids. But, but you don't know that. You know that because you're going to see my nie- my nieces and nephews around. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: Again, I'm, that's the perspective that, that you see it as. Oh, because I have, you can see me kind of playing around with them. But, no, but
0: I'm also firm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm also like fatherly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also like.
1: I need. Mean, I, I feel like I need to see you. that. I need to see like how are you when you when you're not Mr. Nice Guy? Because yeah. Mom is always the bad guy. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I'm always saying no, no, no. You can't stop. Dad is always like, oh, I'm gonna play with you. Uh. I need to see what it is when it's affirmative action. Like, yeah, how are you going uh, to be?
0: I got no problem with that. It's like. <laughs> It's playtime, but then also it's playtime until you get close to the, the limit. Yeah. I'm teaching you. Mm-hmm. You get close to that limit, it's always a reminder. Yeah. Don't step out of line. This mm-hmm. is the way things, things need to be with everything, whatever it is. Yep, yep. And that's what I'm learning with brothers. It's like, you know, we have to be that way and creating that structure for, mm-hmm. for the children. Right. And then we operate as far as men and women together, like to how to mold them yep. and be on the same page. Yep. But yeah, a lot of it comes from us too. Yeah. It should
1: I mean especially If you're gonna have kids Like that's Extremely important For A woman To have a partner That she can lean on For that type of support mm-hmm. If my no Isn't working I need to make sure that You come through Like what did she say Oh They mean business Yeah Like this is real Yeah Cause the kids <laughs> Kids learn to
0: manipulate Oh They go like Oh they come to you Say no They are like Oh daddy <laughs> uh, Can I do this? And they get all nice And sweet I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah go ahead. Now, let me tell now, you. Now, I'm about to get in trouble. Yes, <laughs> I say, yeah, because they're gonna be looking and at I you like, um, yeah. hello, yeah.
1: <laughs> what I say.
0: <laughs> All right, so the last question. Okay, um, the segment, Who Am I? Mm-hmm. is you defining, you know, who you are uh, and the characteristics that kind of make you make up.
1: I am a strong woman. I am an independent woman. I am a caring, loyal, honest person. Um, you know, I'm fun. I'm all things great, whatever that that is, you know, like I'm adventurous. I I love to try new things. Um But like I think most importantly, like one of my biggest values is just like I'm loyal and I'm honest. Nobody can ever say anything other than like, yeah, I always, I always keep it real. But I definitely think that, um, with my honesty, I am very good at making sure that when I'm delivering a message to somebody, I'm doing it in a way that I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but I need to get my point across. I want to make sure that I'm thorough with it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm love. I am energy I am you know spiritual. I am driven. I'm passion and I'm fiery man hmm. for sure, you know. Um, what else? I think all around um, I'm me. Yeah I'm an individual. I'm like no other. And um, if you ever get an opportunity to meet me, I hope that I leave an impression. And that you take something from me. So, hopefully in this interview, um, women and men took something with them and learned something from both of us. So,
0: yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you Where for having me. Where can people find you?
1: Um, again, you can go on my Instagram. I have two pages. You can go on um, underscore, impose underscore fashion and that's more my personal more like style page and then you can also visit my creative page where you'll see some of my work where i do editorials um photo shoots and stuff on underscore impose underscore creative um fashion i think it's something like that i don't know we got so many instagrams
0: all right well thank you for your time
1: thank you god bless wishing everybody um you an amazing year, a successful year, a prosperous year. So,
0: all right. Same mm-hmm. to you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Follow Then Lead podcast. You can reach us on social media at the email is Follow Then Lead Inc. at gmail.com, Instagram, Follow Then Lead Podcast, and our Twitter is Follow Then Lead P. Until next time, take it easy. Word.